What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your host, the one and only, Maya, back with a new episode for you on the Just Mean God podcast, where we're here to talk about our walk with God. The good, the tough, the ugly, the real. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore, underscore, just me and God. That is at underscore, underscore, just me and God. Go ahead and copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from and send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. And of course, if you have not yet, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. And of course, God bless you to those who already have. Now, let's get into today's episode, shall we? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is titled... From smoker to sanctified. Yes, from smoker to sanctified. I'm going to talk about some of my experiences with being a smoker um, and how God just really delivered me from that and saved me from years and years of addiction to that that green, that devil's lettuce, <laughs> that, that marijuana. Um, so let's get into it, right? Um, what is marijuana, right? What is that? The definition of marijuana is the psychoactive dried resinous flower buds and leaves of the female hemp or cannabis plant that contain high levels of THC and are smoked, vaped, or ingested as in baked goods, especially for their intoxicating effect. Cannabis. So it's a psychoactive dried resinous flower, buds and leaves, right? We read that. But what does psychoactive mean? Psychoactive is, it means affecting the mind, mind altering. So, you know, oftentimes people who smoke don't really think about how this is actually a drug that is affecting your mind, right? It's affecting how you think. It is altering the way that you are thinking, right? A lot of people, you know, see smokers, hippies as these you know, lackadaisical, super chill people who are just unbothered by anything. But it's like, have you thought about what is causing you to be that way? What is causing you not to actively seek a solution to the problem, right? Instead of just running to smoke. Um, Because that was something that I struggled with. Like anytime any issue would arise, the first thing I thought about was, well, I'm about to smoke. I can't sit and think about this problem and I'm not about to sit here and think about a solution to it. I'm just going to smoke and it'll go away, right? Um, And I'm not the only one who does that. (laughs) But um, smoking is something that seems so harmless, but, you know, it really can lead you to a life of destruction, a life of laziness if you're not careful. Um, I know personally, like, I remember... When I was younger, um, when I was in like fifth grade, this was back in, I'm not even going to say how long ago that was, <laughs> but this was a long time ago. And we had this program called D.A.R.E., right? It was, um, I think it was Drug Abuse Resistance Education, or was it Drug Alcohol? I can't remember, but it was basically a program that, you know, back in elementary school, they did um, for us to learn about the harm of drugs about what happens when you, you know, do drugs and abuse drugs. It was just to educate us. And, you know, a lot of times 
when I think back to those moments, it's like, I wish that I really, you know, paid attention and took it seriously, right? Like I always saw marijuana as this harmless thing that I just smoked and enjoyed. But the thing is, it is a drug. I mean, we just read the definition of it, right? Um, So, you know, we can't say that it's not a drug. And when you do something over and over again, when you can't go without something, that's when it becomes an addiction. And, you know, like how I was in my BC before Christ days and how many other people are who smoke, you can't really do a lot without smoking, right? You can't leave the house without smoking, can't go to sleep without smoking, can't eat without smoking, can't travel without smoking, right? Um, And that's when it really becomes an addiction, when you think that you're just doing it recreationally, but you can't socialize with people without smoking. Like, that's when you're dependent on it, and that's when it becomes an addiction, right? Um, But, you know, what does the Bible say? Because the Bible tells us many times we're supposed to be sober, we're supposed to be alert. Um, But the thing is, you you can't you can't say that you're sober if you smoke and that's the reality of it right and you know you're trying to get your relationship right with god but you might be trying to figure out what's not what's interrupting you from getting to the next level like many times i try to get a relationship with god going but i was still smoking and it really hindered me it really pulled me back because i could not tap into the next level spiritually with god because i had so many doorways open because i chose smoking i chose addiction right um and so we're going to talk about that. Let's talk about some of these scriptures. So the first scripture, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Right? Again, it says minds that are alert and fully sober. You got to have an alert mind. You have to be fully sober. Because the only way to have an alert mind is to be fully sober. Right? You know, I know it's rare that you see those who smoke get into like, accidents i know it happens but it's a rare thing but you missed you missed your exit a few times because you were high or you missed your street the street you were supposed to turn on because you were high you were not alert right and we just read the definition of it it's a psychoactive drug and to be psychoactive is mind altering right and your mind is not alert if it's altered if you're not in the right state of mind your mind is altered right and you can't really be alert um you know, the next scripture, first of all, y'all need to read First Peter, <laughs> okay? Because most of my scriptures, I have three scriptures from First Peter, and they all basically say the same thing, all right? <laughs> so here I am again telling y'all, get in that Bible, get in that Bible. But First Peter chapter 4, verse 7, it says, the end of all things is near, therefore be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. You know, I do know of numerous stories and incidents where people have been drunk or high out of their mind and in situations where they had to call on God and God absolutely saved their lives. So don't, by no means am I saying that God is not hearing your prayers, but I do believe again, that there's a certain level of spirituality with God that you need to tap into. There's a certain level of prayer that you need to reach that you will not be able to reach because your mind is not sober because you are high, because your mind is being altered by this drug, right? And let's just, you know, call it a spade a spade, right? Like, you can't say that your mind is not altered when you smoke. It is. That's why you're high. 
That's that euphoric feeling of being high, of not caring about anything that's going on around you. I mean, things could literally be falling apart. Your life could be falling apart and you won't care because you're high. And that's such a temporary satisfaction because the minute that you come down from that high, you're ready to get high again, right? Um, and that's just me being honest. And, you know, that's from my experience. The next scripture I have, First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And it's like the enemy really is always looking for someone to devour. He is always looking for who to attack. Always. Why allow him to attack you? Because you would rather be high. Just have a sober mind. Choose sobriety. So that you can be alert. So that you can really discern in the spirit what is going on, right? So that you can stay prayed up against the attacks of the enemy. Because the attacks of the enemy are going to come, right? But it's better to fight those battles with God. Fight those battles spiritually at a certain level of, of spirituality, of discernment. And the only way you can really do that is by being sober. Be sober. Be alert. Be sober. Be alert. We've seen that three times now in the same in the same book of the Bible, First Peter. The same book of the Bible in three different chapters. Be sober. Be alert. Be sober. Be alert. They go together. You cannot be alert if you're not sober. Right? And so, you know, just really think about that. Um, and then the last scripture I have, and before I read the scripture, I want us to really think about, you know, I I don't know if you realize that smoking really does do more harm to your body than good, right? It um, discolors your lips. It discolors your teeth, right? It um, It can cause bad breath for some people. Because Lord knows I have smelled some raunchy breath from some smokers, okay? Lord help us. And it, it can cause skin issues. Smoking can cause lung problems. And, you know, stamina is not where it is when you're smoking, right? And I can't even imagine that I used to play sports and, and be high when I was younger. And my stamina, now that I'm sober, I could outrun younger me now that I'm sober, which is insane to say because that was years ago, <laughs> right? When I used to play sports, but it just goes to show like smoking does affect the body. Whether you choose to to pay attention to it or not, it does, right? Um, And your body is a temple. Your body is a temple of God. So if you don't want to stop smoking because who cares about being alert and being sober, but you care about God you should care that your body is the temple in which he resides, right? First Corinthians six nineteen to 20, it says, do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Honor God with your body. This is more than just the things that you put on your body, the way you expose yourself. This is what are you putting inside your body, Right? Um, are you presenting yourself as a temple, holy and acceptable for God to use? How is God supposed to use a body that is defiled, that is constantly high all the time, right? Got to choose sobriety. Choose sobriety. If not for anybody, do it for God. 
because you honor God, because you love and respect him, because you fear God and you know that he lives within you and you have to set a place for him to live. A place that is holy and acceptable for a king to live, right? You wouldn't, you know, I don't know about y'all. If I go to somebody's house, I don't even do sleepovers. Let me just say that. Other than if I'm going to my parents' house and when I go to my parents' house, like <laughs> my parent, my mom already knows. My sister, my baby sister already knows this place needs to be clean before May comes over here. That bathroom needs to be clean before May comes over here. And I'm not saying that they're dirty. They're not. No, but they will clean it extra because I'm coming over. Like there's just certain things. My mom, she will make sure that all the sheets are washed. Regardless of that, nobody has slept in them already before. She will wash those sheets again <laughs> and make sure that everywhere that I'm going to be is clean. Like that's just how... I am, right? And I know many people that are like that. You know, going to people's places. If your house is a mess, I can't be comfortable here. I can't. I'm not going to sleep here. If I go into your house and I go to use your bathroom and it's filthy, I'm not staying the night at your place. It's not happening. I can 100% assure you of that, right? But if we are not willing to live in those conditions, why do we expect God to live in those conditions, right? What are you allowing in your body? What is defiling your body? What are, What is defiling your mind? The mind is a battlefield. I've said this before in previous episodes, and it's very important that we realize that the mind is a battlefield. That is where the enemy is going to attack the most. But how can you be alert and aware of that if you are high all the time? You can't be. It's impossible. Right. And so that's really what I'm here to talk about. Like, you know, society has okayed being high and being a smoker for so long that nobody sees it as a problem. When I was a smoker, you couldn't tell me nothing. I would argue you down. You can't get addicted to it. There's no such thing as being addicted to marijuana. Da 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 da. Like, I would argue that down. But the reality was, I couldn't live without it. I couldn't do anything without it. The times that I tried to stop smoking, like, I could not sleep. When I say insomnia really hit, it really hit. And I would just be like, yeah, this is not going to work, right? I would get angry fast. I would get upset. I needed that high. The real difference came when I decided to ask God to help me to stop smoking. I literally had to ask God to help me to stop smoking so that I could stop. Because at this point of life, I wanted everything that I did to glorify God. I wanted my life to glorify God. I was living for God. And I knew that I couldn't do that if I was still smoking as much as I was. And I was a smoker, heavy smoker. I was known as the girl who was always high. I was known as the girl who, if you want to smoke, go hang out with May, right? If May is showing up at any event, you know that you got the weed. Like that was who I was known for. I was known as the smoker. Um, and that's nothing to be proud of, honestly. To me, that's a drug addict, right? It's like we look at, you know, crackheads and people who engage in other hard drugs and we're like, oh, that's a drug addict. They, they do the hard stuff. It don't make no difference if you are addicted to marijuana too because you can't go a day without smoking that stuff, right? That makes you a drug addict. Let's just be honest, right? And nobody wants to hear that. I can't believe you're calling me that. It's not me condemning or judging anybody. It's calling a fact a fact, right? Um, but we just have to be, we have to love God enough and love ourselves enough to want better, 
to want better. And that's the reality of it, right? Like when I tried to stop smoking, I literally had to ask God, like when the urge came to want to smoke or I would smell it, God, please take away this urge. Please take away this urge, Lord. Take away the urge to smoke. And he really would. It sounds so silly, but like it really worked. I was not hanging around with people who were smoking anymore. So that dissolved so many of my friendships like so many friendships that were made from smoking they couldn't last and there's no love lost those friendships just couldn't last because I didn't smoke anymore I didn't want to be around smoke I didn't want to go where people are going to be smoking right you know even to this day I don't want to be around that it's been over a year it's been over a year since I smoked take a slight little break here um you already know what i'm gonna ask you to do go ahead and make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast we are streaming on apple google and spotify all you have to do is search just me and god the podcast can also be found on youtube and you can also go ahead and follow us on instagram all you have to do is search underscore underscore just me and god that is at underscore underscore just me and god Go ahead and leave us a rating, leave us a review, let us know what you think of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. God bless you to those who already have. Now let's get back to the episode, shall we? And I feel so free, right? I'm able to discern better. I'm able to catch things better. I'm more alert. You know, I can take actually think about the things that I'm dealing with and find solutions through God, right? I'm able to just make better decisions all around because I'm sober. I chose sobriety. And it's a beautiful place to be. It's not corny to be sober. It's not corny. What's corny is choosing to be high all the time. That's a drug addiction. And the thing is, a lot of people don't realize that that in itself is the spirit of addiction is a hard one to overcome. It, there is absolutely a spirit behind that, right? I mean, there's absolutely a spirit behind that. So I'm not even going to get into all of that in this episode, but we have to be very, very, very careful about the gateways and the doorways that we open. You know, growing up in the fifth grade when we were in D.A.R.E., they would always say, oh, marijuana is a gateway drug. And the thing is, a lot of people like to deny that it is, but it is. Well, they like to deny that it isn't. It is a gateway drug, right? Not even, not just physically, but like spiritually. You are literally opening yourself up in the spiritual realm for anything to come, anything to come in. And that's very dangerous. And as children of God... It makes it even more dangerous because the enemy is always looking for who to devour. We read that in that scripture. We have to be alert. We have to be so reminded. Lives depend on it. Our lives, our future depends on it. Our kids, our future generations to come depend on that. Depend on our respect and our fear and our honor for God, for who God is, right? Respecting the temple. You know, um, and then, like, it's a gateway drug to other drugs. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I have not tried other drugs. I have tried numerous other drugs. None of them stuck, and I thank God for that. But there comes a point where the high is just not enough, you know? 
Or you might just be out like, oh, your friend's like, oh, do you want to try this? And you're like, oh, why not? Because you're so high that you don't care. And you're like, oh, I'm going to try that. Some of you might not, but a lot of people do. I certainly have, right? And I'm so grateful to God that none of those other drugs stuck, honestly, because my life could have been in a worse place, in a much worse place, you know? Um, I mean, I've dealt with people who have literally sold drugs of various drugs, you know? And I'm just grateful that God brought me out of that. I am. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that God brought me out of that. So, you know, it, it's from smoker to sanctified is really like one of my major testimonies because I never thought that I could stop smoking. I never thought the day I never saw the dangers in smoking. Um, I never saw the dangers in smoking. I just wanted to be high and free and not care. Like that was me. But I had to quickly realize that this is doing more damage than good. Right. I like my memory was terrible. I would literally get into arguments and in past relationships and forget things that I had said. I mean, seconds later, because I was just so high all the time. My memory was terrible. Like when I stopped smoking and I actually was like sober, like me being sober, the amount of memories that God brings, it can be overwhelming sometimes when I sit and think, oh, my gosh this happened. I did this. God saved me here. Save me there. I'm so grateful to God. I'm so grateful to God that he delivered me from that. And the thing is, I didn't even think it would have been possible because mind you, I'd started smoking at a really, really young age. And it was something that I had to do before I went to school, after school. I was high almost all the time, right? Um, Even after like I left the house and I was in college, like I was high. I didn't even know how to roll my own weed at a point. But when a friend taught me, it just took it to a whole nother level. And I was constantly high. All the time. And that's such a dangerous place to be. You know, I don't even want to think about the, the situations that I had placed myself in because I was so high, not paying attention and not caring. It literally is by the grace of God that I am alive to this day. To this day, the grace of God. Because you cannot convince me that you are alert. You are not as alert as you should be when you're high. So I thank God for delivering me from that. Right, from being high all the time, the amount of money that I spent. And the thing was, it made me a very selfish person. Like, no, I don't want you to smoke with me. No, I don't want to share my weed with you. Like, I was very to myself. I mean, I'm still a very to myself person now, but, um, who I was when I was high, it's like when I look back at the pictures, I almost don't even recognize myself. It was like my face was aging. Like yesterday, I literally was looking at a picture. I could tell that I was literally high and probably drunk too. And I was looking at this picture and I was like, yo, your face was aging. I look at myself now and I'm like, you look better, girl. You look better. But it's like, I could literally see in that picture she's not okay. That girl's not okay because I was smoking to run away from my problems. 
I'm smoking to escape. And a lot of people do that. Whether you do it intentionally or not, a lot of people do that, right? It's why when you get stressed out, you want to go smoke because you don't want to face the problems. It's why when things go wrong, you want to smoke because you don't want to face the problems. It's why when trauma comes your way and things happen to you, you just want to be high so you don't have to deal with it. We're not even going to get into the drunk thing. That's for another episode. But, you know, choosing drugs and alcohol and substances to escape from problems is not the answer. God is the answer. And it took me a while to realize that. I mean, I had something really traumatic happen to me in, what year was that? 2022. And I haven't really shared that on here yet. I'm not going to just yet because I'm working on something and then I will share it. (laughs) Um, But I had something traumatic happen to me and I literally felt like I was losing my mind. And I was, this was my BC before Christ day. So the only answer that I had was to smoke or to drink. And that's when it got worse. That's when my smoking got worse. Right. So, you know, and the thing is, if I would have just, if I would have just put God first and ran to God, I probably would have been able to overcome that much better. I'm I'm good now because I went to therapy, which is important. Therapy is important, people. Um, therapy and Jesus saved my life. So you know, that's just that. Like I'm not gonna get too much into detail about that experience, but. You know, I've done careless things where I traveled with marijuana. Like, those are things that could literally get you landed in prison. All for a quick fix. All because you want to be high. I've traveled to other places. I've tried other drugs and um, weed from people that I didn't even know. I mean, that those drugs could have been laced. Anything could have happened. I'll never forget, there was a time when I used to work at this restaurant. Um, Myself and some friends, we were smoking after work with a guy. And he all of a sudden just lost it. Like, it was like a switch flipped. And he was like, oh my gosh, you guys laced my weed. This, this, that, and the third. Like, he was losing. He was out of his mind losing it. You know, back then... I was like, what's wrong with this dude? Like, we're all sitting here smoking the same stuff. Like, what is he talking about? Nobody's lacing. Like, I was getting upset. My friend was getting upset. We all looking at this dude like, dude, you're crazy. But it's like, now when I think about it, it's like, that everybody reacts differently to that drug. And the reality is people can lace it. Absolutely can lace it. We have to be very careful. And so, you know, even smoking it at a young age, I know kids who are in middle school who are who have told me stories of their classmates are smoking, and that doesn't shock me. <laughs> it doesn't shock me, right? Because I knew marijuana when I was in middle school. I knew marijuana when I was in high school. I knew marijuana when I was in college, you know? So these are not things that just come about when people get out of the house. No, kids are being introduced to these things from school, from their environments, right? And so you have to be very, very careful. And I don't think that people understand the long-term effects of these drugs and things that they do. These are habits that you are building that are going to be hard to break. 
very hard to break. It was so hard for me to break it. So hard. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the urge doesn't come where I want to smoke. It absolutely shows up when I least expect it. And I just got to pray to God about it. Like, Lord, I'm not about to smoke, so take away this feeling. My love for you is greater. I'm not about to give the enemy an opportunity to snatch me up. So no, that's why I'm very careful about my surroundings, where I go, the environment I'm in. You can be delivered from something, but the enemy will absolutely try to give you that urge back to do it. We're flesh. We're humans at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And so when you've known something for so long, that's what you've known for so long. You're going to have the desire to do it, but you have to be so strong in who you are. You have to have so much faith in God and know that he will save you. You have to want better for yourself. And so I don't know who's hearing this episode, but, you know, I really, really want us to stay away from the drugs. At the end of the day, marijuana is a drug, okay? And we're not going to sit and pretend that it's not. A quick Google search will tell you that. It is. That's the problem. A lot of people don't want to look up things. They just want everybody else to tell them. And they just want to go with the flow. Ignorance is bliss. I get it. Sometimes it's better not to know. But when it comes to things like that, you got to know. You you got you to gotta be real with yourself, right? You're spending money on these things. You can't do anything without this. The amount of money that I have spent on marijuana, I'm so embarrassed. I don't even want to think about it. Thousands of dollars. Over the years that I smoked, which is over 10 years of my life, thousands of dollars just wasted, thrown away for what? A temporary satisfaction. Thrown away to addiction. And so my prayer is that, you know, whoever is hearing this episode, I pray that God softens your heart to really receive what is being said today. I pray that God delivers you from the spirit of addiction. I ask that the Holy Spirit wells within you and fills you up with the fruits of the spirit. That whatever it is that you are running from, whatever it is that you don't want to deal with, that God helps you to cope through that. That is my prayer for you in Jesus' name. Um, it's so interesting because now that I'm like, really walking with God. And I don't think I'm better than anybody. First of all, let me just make that very clear. I don't think I'm better than anybody, but I do see when I do see people who are high or drunk, it breaks my heart inside because I know that I can see the pain that they're dealing with, whether they want to admit it or not, or I can see the spirit. I can see that there is a spirit operating in them. Right? Like I've, We'll never forget when I first moved to Charlotte. Um, I was living in Charlotte with with an ex, and we barely had any money to take care of ourselves. We barely had any money to eat, but we always made sure that we were smoking. That is true addiction. To know that you don't have anything, but you have time and money to smoke, you make a way for that. And I see it all the time. I live in a city where the homeless rate is so high. 
when it was summertime and I used to take my walks all the time, I would always see homeless people smoking constantly. I see them spending money on drugs. And, you know, it used, it angers me. I'm not going to lie. First of all, as a drug dealer, how dare you not want better for your community? Oh, it's because you want to make money. So you will take money from anybody. People who have kids, people who don't even have a roof over their head, but they just want to get high because it's easier to run away from your problems than it is to face them. That is nothing to take advantage of. And so it breaks my heart. Um, but, you know, I just, I pray that people realize, begin to realize what that drug really does to you. And I get it. Yes, it's a medicine. It can be medicine, but too much of something isn't good for you, right? It's just like how when you have antibiotics, they prescribe that to you to only take for a set period of time, right? Because if you take too much of it, your body gets used to it and it no longer does what it needs to do. And every drug has a prescribed amount of time that you're supposed to take it, a prescribed dosage of what you're supposed to take. But marijuana is a medicine, so y'all just want to smoke it however much you want, whenever you want. That's abuse. That's drug abuse. You know, that's drug abuse. And even those who have it prescribed to them medically, like... Everyone has, of course, their own things that they're dealing with. There's a reason for why maybe they have that prescribed. I remember I was in college. I did a project on um, cannabis and uh, what was it? Epilepsy in kids. And they would treat epilepsy in kids with cannabis, but it was it was either no THC found in it or a very low dosage of THC, right? That's medicinal purpose. I get that. But we're not going to sit up here and argue that it's a medicine when you have no prescription for this drug and you use it and abuse it whenever you want. You have self-diagnosed yourself. I will never forget when I got caught smoking at home before I moved out. <laughs> My mom said, why are you smoking? I said, because I have anxiety. She said, you need to pray. I was so angry when she said that. Um... But she was right. <laughs> like, thinking about it now, of course, yes, therapy is important. But, you know, even going through college, I studied psychology, so I know that smoking marijuana actually doesn't help with anxiety. It's a trick of the enemy to make you think that it helps. It doesn't help. It actually makes it worse. I remember I've been in a situation where my anxiety was skyrocketing through the roof to the point where I literally had an anxiety attack. I had to run into my apartment and lock myself in because I was so paranoid and afraid for my life because I was high. Oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for deliverance. I thank you for all that you brought me out of. Um, so I, I, I really just want us to be real with ourselves. You're no doctor. You don't get to prescribe yourself what you need. Like, you're not a doctor. You don't get to pretend that it's not a drug. Marijuana is a drug, and it does lead to other drugs. I know so many people who smoke weed but have done other drugs, so you're not going to sit here and tell me that it doesn't. I've experienced other drugs. I've experienced and seen so many things just because of marijuana. 
I just want better for all of us. So that's all I really want to talk about in today's episode. I really pray that this episode touches somebody because I'm telling you, I never thought that I would ever stop smoking. I just knew that I was going to be old sitting on my front porch outside watching the kids play smoking weed. That's who I thought I was going to be. That's not who I am. And that's not who God wanted me to be. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the clarity that I have, the ability to really discern what's going on around me and the opportunity to be alert, right? So that I can really fight the battles that need to be fought. And all of that is because of God. He really saved my life just because I asked him to help me stop smoking. I heard a testimony about my former pastors when they said that they just quit smoking cold turkey. I was like, you know what? I can do that. They sowed that seed into my life and they didn't even know it. And from that, I stopped smoking that following week. I said, I'm finished. Once I finish this that I'm smoking, I'm throwing, I'm, I'm done. I couldn't even finish what I had, the week that I had. Like, it was not enjoy. I could not enjoy smoking anymore. It became a chore. It's like I was forcing myself to do it. I did not like it. I literally threw everything I had away. I took my bong, I threw it in the trash. I didn't even have that thing for up to two months. I just, I threw everything away. I was done. And God carried out the rest because I surrendered to him. So it is possible. It is possible. I just want to encourage whoever's listening, like, just let God, let God move. Let God move. Let him do what he needs to do. Let him help you. Let him help you through that. And he certainly will. God loves you. God loves you. And the enemy doesn't. And that's why he's got you bound into thinking that it is completely harmless to be strung out on marijuana because that's what it is. It's an addiction and it's a drug, right? But my prayer is that you run to God and that you allow God to help you through whatever it is. So that's all I got for y'all today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, I pray that it blesses you and I pray that you have a wonderful week. I love you. God loves you. Much love. Bye. Well, we made it to the end of the episode. I hope that you were blessed and I hope that you were able to take something away from the episode today. Um, I hope and I pray that you have a wonderful week. May God go ahead of you into the week. May he surround you with love, joy, peace, and happiness. I pray that he covers you and protects you and shields you. And I pray that you have a wonderful and a prosperous and a blessed week. If you have not yet followed us on Instagram or YouTube, go ahead and do so at underscore underscore just me and God. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, well, what are you waiting for? We are streaming on Apple, Google, and Spotify. All you have to search is just me and God and you will find the podcast. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you have not yet. And copy the link, share it, copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from. Send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. Send it to your friends, send it to your family. Somebody is going to be encouraged by this episode. So make sure you get that word out there. Don't just keep it to yourself. Um, and of course, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. And of course, God bless you to those who already have. Thank you again. I hope that y'all had a wonderful week. I love you and God loves you. Never forget that. Peace.